can Crohn's, colitis, and work fit in the same sentence? Well, for many of us, we just make it fit. We need to work. We're fulfilled by our work. We want to work. But inflammatory bowel disease, sometimes it makes getting a job, navigating work situations, and keeping that job a bit, well, let's just say kind of sticky. Today, we are going to unstick those sticky work situations so that you have everything you need to have the best IBD work experience possible. And as we do each week, it all starts with the music. You're listening to the Cheeky Podcast for Moms with IBD, a safe space where moms with Crohn's and colitis connect, explore powerful tools for healing, and transform our lives to thrive in motherhood and in life. I'm your host, Karen Haley, IBD health coach, integrative wellness enthusiast, and mom to three outstanding kids. After having Crohn's disease for 30 years and working as a health advocate exclusively with IBD clients for the last 10 years, I know it's time to bring the types of candid conversations I have with my clients out into the open. It's our time to go on an IBD healing journey and do it like only a mom can. Let's do this. Hello, dear one, and welcome. This is the Cheeky Podcast for Moms with IBD, and I'm your host, Karen Haley. It is an honor to be back with you again this week to talk about such an important topic, one that affects so many of us, one that I know stresses us out. It's work and Crohn's and colitis, work and IBD. How do we do it? How do we have a successful work experience while not letting it negatively impact our life, our health, and our motherhood? Is it even possible? Well, I have to tell you, I think it is. I think it's possible. I think that when we talk about working with IBD, there are three main areas we should dive into. So let's go for it. Let's dive into those three areas. There's three things we're going to talk about today when it comes to the IBD working mom. Number one, I have got six must-do tips for any IBD working mom situation. We're going to start there. Then number two, we'll move on to, let's just say like a delicate topic, but it's one that we have to talk about. We have no choice. We have to just embrace it. And that's how to navigate the work bathroom like an IBD pro you will do that after today and then lastly number three we have to acknowledge that in the last couple years the workplace has really changed in a good way in some ways it's really opened up especially for those of us with Crohn's and colitis there's more safe and healthy job possibilities than there were ever before. So we'll finish today with the four best jobs for IBD working moms, ones that you can get started on as soon as you're ready. Before we dive in, please keep in mind while we're having this conversation that how you work, where you work, all the things related to work and IBD, they are so individual. I'm gonna be giving you tips for work today And I'm hoping that they will in some way pertain to your particular situation, but they may not. Pick the ideas and the thoughts and the tips that 
speak to you for where you're at or where you want to be, okay? And above all, my hope really is that with this episode, it just gives you inspiration because that's really what it's all about. All right, let's begin with those six must-do tips for every IBD working mama. And these are tips for whether it is day one coming up of your job or you've been at the job for a while, like it's your 865th day at work. So these tips will work for you no matter what. Tip number one, have a reality check with yourself first. Okay, let me tell you what I mean by that. When it comes to fully functioning with IBD in a workplace environment, there's some vulnerability and honesty that just, it has to be delivered to your boss and your coworkers. So you have to kind of go there. But you can't get honest with others until you get real with yourself first. Crohn's and colitis workplace happiness, it all starts with you. And it's time to ask yourself some key questions in this area. So those would be questions like, where is my disease at? Is it at remission? What I call what's going on with me right now, remission? Or would I say it's more like I'm spending five hours a day on the toilet? Where am I at, honestly? Smooth sailing, or as the IBD, the medical community likes to call it, they'll talk about mild, moderate, or severe disease, right? Where are you at? Ask yourself and be as honest with yourself as you can about it. Also ask yourself, can I honestly see myself working 40 plus hours a week? Whether this is day one or whether you've been at your job forever, ask yourself, are the amount of hours that I'm being asked to work sustainable for my illness where it's currently at. If you feel like 40 hours is pushing it, and that does not mean that work is completely off the table for you. So there's so many options when it comes to work. There's part-time work, there's flex jobs with varied hours, or even consulting or per diem work. That's the kind of work where you can even set your own hours depending on how you feel at any given time. So just knowing your parameters. It will help you stay strong when it's time to talk about your illness at work. Being comfortable with all of this will help you stay on track with your message at work so that you don't seem wishy-washy and that in that cases like that nobody takes you seriously. And it will help you most importantly be honest with others because you are honest with yourself first. Now, we know that IBD, it can come and go, right? There's good days, there's bad days. So this conversation that you have with yourself, it's really important that you have it often so that you can shift your mindset in the way that you communicate with others in the workplace as your health changes. Okay, let's talk about must-do tip number two for all IBD working mamas. And that tip is, When it's time to disclose, disclosing your illness, I mean, when it's time to disclose, disclose with caution. How much you tell your employer and when, that's really a tough decision and it's really so individual. But you'll definitely want to take into account the type of job you have, your responsibilities at work, 
I have to say that your temperament, the temperament of your boss, that's a big one. Your coworkers, how supportive they are, all of these things, they need to be measured in your mind before deciding on the how, when, and how much to disclose. Let me just give you a couple examples of disclosing with the hope that one of these scenarios will give you some clarity on your own personal situation. So let's just say, for example, let's just say that you're completely in remission, you're applying for a new job. In a case like this, it's not necessary to disclose anything in the interview or even when you get the job. There might come a time, a time down the line when you wanna get more candid. But for now, there's just really no need to say anything if you don't want to. If you have the type of Crohn's or colitis where you're frequently needing time off to go to doctor's appointments or maybe even deal with hospital or surgical stays, your illness is something that you'll want to bring up. And you can start by just mentioning it in a casual conversation at work. You know, sometimes when you are at work with your coworkers, even your boss, you guys might share a meal together. You might share lunch together. Maybe you go out to eat and you might say something like, oh, I see that whatever on the menu that for me it would be like chicken with stuffed peppers and I would say I'm never going to be able to eat that because I have Crohn's disease and so I have to watch what I eat peppers just don't agree with me and then you just let it go move on it doesn't have to be a big reveal this all can happen organically it can happen naturally over time if you have a doctor's appointment, you could tell your coworkers, I'm on my way to see my doctor for my ulcerative colitis checkup. Just start the conversation and then keep it moving naturally with the things that are just happening in your life. Wherever you work, I do highly recommend that you confide in at least one person about your Crohn's or your colitis. You spend so much time there. You spend, sometimes actually you spend more time at work than you do with your own family. So a coworker, maybe it's even somebody in a different department. It could be, if you're lucky, it could be your boss, whoever. I know some IBD mamas that even have a gal pal ring at work, right? It's this little posse of ladies, or it could be guys too, where you just confide things in each other. These kinds of work friendships, they develop over time, but they can be your biggest support. And you can have them there to help pick up the slack when things are going tough for you. And of course, that relationship is reciprocal. You support each other. Above all, though, I want you to remember that IBD is never a reason to alienate yourself from your coworkers. It's completely the opposite. It is a reason to have good friends at work. When it comes to your Crohn's or colitis, don't be shy. Because remember, everybody poops. You might do it just a little bit more than your coworkers, but everybody poops. Okay, one last note that I want to share. However you disclose, be ready for that inevitable comment, but you don't look sick. We all know that comment well. No doubt about it, you're going to get it from someone. It's inevitable. And of course, you might feel, it just might be a little stinging and you might feel the need to come back with a little quick quip, like something like, have you heard this one before? It's kind of nasty. I don't look sick, but you don't look dumb either, <laughs> right? So you probably 
have to be with these people that you work with for a while. And I have to say, my mama always told me you catch more flies with honey. So instead of getting angry, annoyed, even a little bit quippy, how about using that time as an opportunity to educate? I hate that comment, but you don't look sick. But there's nothing that I love more now than hearing it. It's the perfect time for me to pounce with something educated. Like, I'm so glad that you said that. Now, let me tell you how autoimmune disease works. It's the start of a beautiful and bonding conversation with your coworkers. Let's talk about IBD working mom tip number three. And number three goes like this. Find the balance between your job and your health. You knew something like that was coming, didn't you? All right, so the truth is, it is so much tougher to do this than to say this out loud. Because here's the truth. The truth is that there's no such thing as true balance in not not just health work, but in any aspect of our life. So first of all, mentally, I want you to just throw out the idea of true balance. Throw that out the window because it doesn't exist. But... What we can strive for is to find what I call a lopsided balance. And the way that I think about it, I kind of picture this in my head when I'm talking about it, is I picture the scales of justice, you know, Lady Justice balancing her arms out. They're always moving back and forth, but they try to stay in a balanced fashion. You know, it doesn't matter what she's holding in the air. They're there, right? Can you picture what I'm talking about? That's kind of how I picture the balance. It's a little bit scary at times but it's there nonetheless it's some sort of balance is there but here's the thing when it comes to work health balance just by the mere fact that you have Crohn's or colitis means that you will need to factor in your health when it comes to work for some that might be a daily task for others that might be a weekly task or an occasional thought but in some way it will be a factor. So just like you spent some honest time with yourself deciding where your illness is at, we also need to think about work-health balance. You'll want to ask yourself a few questions like, how much time do I need away from work to keep my body healthy? Is the weekend enough? Is a long weekend, you know, where you have maybe Friday off or Monday off, is that better? Would I be better doing a shift every other day so I have a day in between? What do you need? Ask yourself, what do you need to feel some of that balance? And also, what kinds of activities outside of work will give you the balance you're seeking for to stay healthy? Is it fun activities with your kids? Is it a week in the sunshine? Maybe it's daily naps in bed or a date night with your partner. Maybe it's an outing with your favorite friends. What feeds your body and your soul? Think about that because you want to know when you have that time, what are you going to go to? And again, we're women of mystery, not always knowing what the future will hold with our IBD. So ask yourself these questions often and then be open to the changing answers the universe is giving to you. Tip number four. Know where and when the law is on your side. When it comes to jobs with the boss, you have to know the legalities and your patient rights based on your state or your country. 
Now, in the United States, many places require employees to give extra time, to give certain accommodations and support for your needs. So find out what your employer is legally bound to do and then hold them accountable for it. Your company's HR, your human resources, they can help you navigate these sometimes kind of murky waters, I would call them. In America, we also have the Americans with Disabilities Act, and that protects us in the workplace. And then we also have the Family and Medical Leave Act, and that allows for 12 weeks off if you need it. It can be unpaid, but at least you don't get fired if you need time off for health reasons. There are some qualifiers for both the ADA and the FMLA. So I'll leave a link in the show notes so that you can take this conversation a bit further. You can find out more if you want. You can find the show notes at karenhaley.com forward slash seven five so that you can get more information on your legal rights in the workplace. Okay, tip number five for you, you IBD working mama. And tip number five is keep a stash stashed at work. Now, when it comes to IBD, we need to remember the Boy Scouts motto, be prepared. And the way that gals stay protected at work is with a stash of supplies that's at the ready. And heck, I have to say, actually, this is a great tip, even if you're not at work, but you're just going out. It's really good to have a stash of stashed things ready. So I'm talking about extra clothes because those can come in handy just in case you have an accident. One of the other things that I really like to just have on hand because it lasts forever is hemorrhoid cream. Have that on hand just in case. I really like baby wipes. I especially like the ones that have aloe, very soothing. So you can have baby wipes with aloe. Those come in handy. Extra water is a good idea for anybody. You might get thirsty. Extra medicine or supplements. You might need those. Maybe you forgot to take your supplements or your medication. So if you run out, those are wonderful to have on hand. So I take digestive enzymes. That's a supplement that I take. It helps me digest fat, protein, and carbohydrates in the food that I eat. If I don't take that, it's really difficult for me to properly digest and absorb the food that I'm eating. With all the bowels that I've had removed from bowel resections, I really need that extra support. So I always take extra enzymes. They're in they're they're everywhere really. They're in my car, they're in my purse. I leave them at my dad's house because I just want to make sure that I always have them when I'm hungry, when I want to eat. I don't want to not be able to eat because I don't have those. So that would be a really good example of something of a medication or supplement you want to just have on hand. Speaking of eating, snacks, that's another great thing to keep in your work stash. And the reason you might want to do this would be because maybe there's some sort of potluck happening or some sort of eating festivities going on and there's nothing for you to eat. Now you have a snack. Now you have something that you can eat. Or what if you just get mega hungry and you're at work? Snacks are always good to have. Just keep them everywhere. Work is a great place for those snacks. Lastly, it's time for IBD Mom in the Workplace tip number six. And tip number six is a quick one, but it's an important one. Advocate for you. Advocate for you. This last tip for you, it's really, like I said, it is the most important. No one else will advocate for you. No one else knows what you're going through like you do. 
Remember that invisible illness, it's invisible. So you're the one that has to advocate because you know what it's like in your shoes. Ask for what you need and what you deserve. It is your right as an employee, as a woman, and as an IBD warrior. Mama, yes, IBD warrior that you are. You know that you are worthy of this. So just make sure you get your needs met. Enough said on that. I know you get what I'm talking about. Advocate for you. Okay, as promised, I promised that we would tackle the biggest hurdle that I see getting in the way of moms with IBD who want to thrive in the workplace. And that hurdle is the bathroom. I've got 10 tips. 10 tips coming your way to help you navigate the workplace IBD bathroom experience. Let's make it a better one for you. Okay, let's start with tip number one. If you do tend towards a lot of bathroom trips in a day, in the workplace, you're going to benefit from picking a larger company to work for, one that has lots of bathroom stalls because it's easier to sneak away and get into one of those and have some privacy for yourself. If you're working at a company where there's one bathroom, maybe one bathroom with two stalls, it just is not going to work for you if you're in there multiple times a day. See if you can find a job with a larger bathroom so you get the privacy that you need and deserve. Tip number two, if your job involves traveling to other businesses, know about the Restroom Access Act. It's also known as Allie's Law. It was named after a girl who helped initiate the law after a traumatic incident and an accident in a store where they wouldn't let her use the restroom. Many states in the United States have adopted this law and it stipulates that people with a medical condition have the right to use the employee restroom if public bathrooms aren't available. How cool is that? You can see more information about this law. You can see if your state participates. You can even order your own restroom request card at Crohn'sandcolitis.com. You, what you do then is you show your card if you're at a business without a restroom and you should be granted access to the employee bathroom if you need it. Now, I want to say that if you are ever turned away and you live in a state where it is law, it is worth a call to your state representative. You got to report the people because how else will we help this law to stay on the books? If they don't allow you access, report them to your state representative so that they can get to the bottom of it. There is a link, another one, in the show notes for more information on this law, getting your own card if it's something that you haven't done yet, karenhaley.com forward slash 75. There's lots of links in the show notes this week. I don't want you to miss any of them, so I just want to give you a reminder that Karen is spelled with a Y, K-A-R-Y-N-H-A-L-E-Y.com, and this is episode 75, so it's just forward slash seven five. All right, tip number three for that big bathroom hurdle in the workplace. This is another idea for working IBD mamas that are on the road a lot. And this is to download one of those where's the nearest bathroom apps. Have you seen these? These are really cool. I love these. And personally, again, I have to say I use these apps 
because they're wonderful for a work type of situation, but they're also great for if I'm just out, right? Even out with the kids. These are a really great thing. So one app that I love is Sit or Squat. One sentence, I'm sorry, one word, sit or squat. That is a great option. It's available on Google and iPhones that are 13 and higher. They haven't done it for the lower ones yet. But for older iPhones, I like the app called Flush. It's it's really helpful. And of course, like I said, this is perfect for whether you work outside your home and you're traveling for work or you're just out and about. So download one of those apps because those are really helpful. Tip number four, get a really cool product called Poopery. Have you heard of Poopery? Do you have Poopery? It's a fantastic bathroom spray for the toilet. Love, love, love me some Poopery. It's in every bathroom in my house. I take it with me in my purse too, pretty much everywhere I go. If you're at work, it's one of those great things to keep stashed in your stash, that just in case stash, that's the place to put it. It does a really good job of covering up your poopy smell. There's lots of smell varieties here. This company has been around for a little while. I found them when they first came out. Their scents have changed over time, but they're always good. I think right now my favorite is a poopery scent called Heavy Duty. So not Heavy Duty like D-U-T-Y but like Duty. <laughs> heavy Duty. And then they have another one called Plutonium. Plutonium like Plutonium, right like Plutonium but a joke's just not funny if you have to explain it so <laughs> sorry about that but I just think those are funny and those are my favorite scents right now. So let's move on. Enough said about that, but really, trust me, go and get it. Order it online. Poopery, awesome. You'll love it. Let's move on to tip number five. When you are in a work stall with more than one stall, right? So those larger bathrooms, this this is usually a great tip for the larger bathrooms. Flush often to drown out the sound of what's happening in there and also the odor, We don't need to get it too much into that one. You get what I mean. Enough said, but trust me, it helps. Let's talk about tip number six. And tip number six is at some point and when you decide, it's a good idea to talk to your coworkers and your boss about your bathroom needs, right? There's your illness needs, but then there's your bathroom needs. And it's important for some people to know. It can be part of that conversation that you just ease your way into. But having an ally or two on your side when it comes to the bathroom and work, it just always helps because sometimes you're spending extra time on the toilet. So how much you tell them, that's completely up to you. But it's better to be upfront than to have your boss think that you're in the bathroom because you're lazy or because you're avoiding work, right? So at some point, have that conversation. Just dump, jump in and have that conversation because it will be helpful for your relationship with everybody in the office. All right, workplace bathroom tip number seven. We're continuing this conversation from number six when you have that chat with your boss. This is connected to that. It's also a good idea to ask about getting permission to use a single bathroom if that's something that's on the premises, if it's an out-of-the-way 
single bathroom. Maybe it's something with a key. Possibly there is a, a breastfeeding area in your office. Sometimes there's a bathroom in those areas. There's usually a bathroom in there or maybe there's even a disability bathroom. You know, a bathroom that's been specifically they're designed for people with disabilities that's a bathroom that you can use because it's normal for people to stay in there longer so you just want to ask your boss about some of these options they, they can be rare in some work situations but it's always worth asking because you just never know maybe there is a bathroom if you are in a company that's big enough maybe there's one of those and you just don't know about it so it's just a really good idea when you're ready to have that conversation with your boss Okay, let's talk about tip number eight. And again, if you are working at a a larger company or an institution, there is always, I'm telling you, there is always the possibility of finding that out-of-the-way bathroom. You know that one that nobody goes to? Nobody uses it? They're always found somewhere, it seems like on college campuses, at hospitals or large plants, places like this, like really big facilities where there's lots of people, maybe multiple buildings, there's always that bathroom. Find that bathroom that nobody goes in and make it your toilet away from home. That is yours, my friend. All right, bathroom tip number nine is to work from home. Work from home where there's a bathroom that's always available when you need it. Unless your kid is in it, of course, but usually there's at least one open bathroom in your house. We're going to talk more about working from home possibilities in just a minute because this is a really great option for us IBD mamas. So hold that thought on working from home, but that's one way to help the bathroom situation at work. Your last workplace bathroom tip is tip number 10. And this one involves a little bit of a little bit of tough love, but it's really from the heart and it's really true. And that's to grow thick skin. You're not going to get out of a work environment with others. You're not going to get out of it unscathed. Someone is going to make a comment about the smell in the bathroom. Someone is going to complain about the fact that you spend way too much time in the bathroom. Someone is going to say you are getting special treatment from the boss because you have access to that special bathroom. And I have to, before I say what I'm going to say here, I have to give you a quick heads up mute this first. If you've got your kids in the room, just hit mute on this so they don't hear what I'm about to say. Did you hit mute? Okay, but here's what I'm going to say. F them, right? You go, girl. You do you, girl. Only you know what it's like to be in your skin. Just F them. All right, you can not hit mute anymore. I'm done with that rant. But really, only you know what you go through to make it to work each day. You, my dear, you rock. You deserve dignity. You deserve respect. And I don't want you to accept anything less. Okay? All right. I'm glad that we had that talk. Those are your top 10 tips for bathroom success in the workplace. Let's finish up today's episode with the latest, the greatest, the best jobs for moms with Crohn's and colitis. Because this is really pretty new information, changes in the workplace sphere, and it's going to benefit you. There's four types of jobs that have your name on it. So if you've been thinking about getting a job or you've been thinking about switching jobs, 
this is the part for you, my friend. This is the part you're really going to benefit from. Okay, so the best type of job for an IBD mom, number one, idea number one, remember there's four of them. This is idea number one, and that idea is to be your own boss. Be your own boss. You set your own hours. You have control of the work you get assigned. And if you're struggling with your health, you can take time off when you need to. That sounds pretty amazing, right? Personally, being my own boss, it was just the only option for me. You know, I wasn't always a health coach with a private practice. I've had some really crazy jobs in my younger days. I remember cleaning the fat bats in the cafeteria at the Motorola company. Yeah, Motorola, that is an oldie. I was going to say an oldie, but a goodie. I don't think I'm even going to say that. That was an old company. Do you remember when they used to make cell phones? Or I remember that job that I had tearing off the covers of the Harlequin romance novels in this hot, steamy warehouse. And that's kind of funny because, right, the books are hot and steamy and there I am in this hot and steamy warehouse. But that all of those jobs that I had in my past, those kind of come to mind. And I remember with that job particularly, that's where I developed my lifelong dust allergy because it was so dusty in that warehouse. I still don't know why we had to remove the cover from all those books. I have no idea, but that was my job. And then I did move up in the workplace rung a little bit and I got an office job, which I hated because I worked in a cubicle. I hated having to get up at the crack of dawn to drive to work and rush hour traffic. And most of the time, my disease was not in remission at that time and most of the time I wouldn't eat in the morning because I didn't want, I had a long commute and I didn't want to have to go to the bathroom on my way in. And these days, I love my commute to work. It's 30 seconds and I can spend the whole day in my jammy pants if I feel like it while still feeling fulfilled because I'm helping people live their best life with Crohn's and colitis. I do know that not everyone loves the idea of being your own boss, though. I really do get it. I remember in the beginning of this episode, I said to you, just take the ideas that fit for you. Keep your life in mind when you're listening to this. And maybe you just never wanted the hassle or the stress that sometimes comes with a job when you're the boss. And also, the thing is, when you are your own boss and you take off work for a vacation or because you don't feel well, you might not make income for those days. So there are downsides for sure, being your own boss, but it can have amazing benefits for your health. So I just want to throw that out there as a job that's worth considering when you've got IBD. Another type of job that you might want to consider is type number two, and that is the job where you work from home. And today, oh my goodness, today it is easier than ever to work from home. Pre-pandemic, the world was opening up and really kind of exploding. This work remotely world was beginning to explode. And now, oh wow, now I don't know what's above exploding. Let's just say it's like a volcanic size eruption of opportunities to work from home. And they're kind of all over. Like, you know, those work from home jobs, they used to be just 
jobs that were typically those online jobs. But oh my goodness, it is exploded and there's so many more jobs available where you can work from home now. Customer service, virtual assistant, graphic designer, website designer. You don't need to go into an office for these things. How about being a therapist? That's even a virtual field now. Life coach, health coach, proofreader, reader, notary, bookkeeping, marketing, writing for a magazine, even medical professionals are doing a lot of their job online. They're seeing patients from their home. I am sure you've had a recent visit with your doctor that was telehealth and you could tell that they were in their own home. And personally, I have to say that I love all of the mom educators that I am seeing online. For many of these opportunities, you don't even need a degree in teaching. Although if you have a teaching degree, there's a work from home opportunity for you right there. I am a homeschool mom and my kids, they have taken all kinds of classes from all kinds of people and all of them online. They get paid working as an educator online. These people who are teaching my kids from qualified math and science teachers on platforms like OutSchool to cooking and art and sports classes taught by just enthusiastic moms and dads who are great with kids and they have a passion that they want to share with the world and they're making a little bit of extra money or in some cases a lot of extra money doing it working from home. There are so many options to consider. So just, you know, get the wheels turning. Just start thinking about how could that fit in your life? What did you study in college? How can you explore that and your passion for that while you're working from home? How can you take that passion that you have for something completely non-degree related and how could you share that with the world? Knitting, dog walking, scrapbooking, photography, acting, playing piano, gardening, you name it. How can you bring your degree or your passion online? And you can do it either working for someone or you could do that in a way where you are your own boss. The possibilities are endless. When it comes to Crohn's and colitis, I don't have to tell you how great it would be to work from home. And now is the time to pursue it. There are so many good places to look for job opportunities online. Sites like Working Nomads, that's a good one. Mom, The Mom Project, another great site. Flex Jobs, they all have home job opportunities listed on their websites. Working Mother, that's another site. And there's another site that I really love. It's called Chronically Capable. Chronically Capable. I love that one because it's dedicated to those of us with chronic illnesses and disabilities. Another way you can find a job is on social media. There are great places that you'll hear about jobs just by being on social media. LinkedIn is one of those really good examples because it's a wealth for networking So whatever your passion or your field is, start networking on something like LinkedIn. And you know, I don't think there's a day that goes by that I don't see someone posting in my local community Facebook group saying something like, hey, does anybody know of any jobs that are available? I'm looking for a job. Is anything available? And it always melts my heart because I will always see like 94, 107, you know, large amounts of responses 
people are good. People, they really want to help you out, even online. So there's lots of places that you could be finding that opportunity. You just never know where a work from home opportunity might come your way. I will share links to those work from home resources that I just mentioned. I will share them in the show notes, karenhaley.com forward slash 75. So you can go there and you can check the sites out. Okay, so we have talked about two of the best types of jobs for mamas with Crohn's and colitis. Let's talk about the third type. And that third type is the semi-remote job. So maybe working from home all day, it kind of just makes you feel lazy or depressed or like you just won't get anything done. And I totally get that. Maybe you would feel more productive when you get out of the house a bit more, right? If that's you, how about a semi-remote job? Jobs like this give you the flexibility to work from home occasionally, but you're working outside the house as well. The same kind of jobs that we talked about earlier, they also apply to this type of pro-IBD job as well. And again, the pandemic that it brought so much devastation to so many people. But one of the good things that's come out of this is that companies are now more willing to provide opportunities to work some of your hours from home. And as the pandemic, it's hopefully from my lips to God's ears, I hope it's beginning to move out of our lives. Semi-remote jobs, they aren't going away. They're not going to go away anytime soon. Americans are loving more job flexibility and it's the perfect fit for you, dear mama, if you've got Crohn's or colitis. More flexibility around what days you're at work. It means more downtime for you. More time with your family at home. More time for you to plan those doctor's appointments when you can fit them in with your schedule. And more time if you just don't feel well. More time if you just need time at home to rest. Picture it. Picture you, you're sitting at home with your feet up, there's a heating pad on your belly, you've got the laptop on your desk, your comfy pants are on, maybe it's like me, maybe it's even your jammy pants. And I know that we've heard of Casual Friday, but this takes it to a whole new level, doesn't it? From corporate to medical, customer service to teachers, workers in IT, project management, HR, the research is showing Your work, our work, when we work from home or work remotely, it's not suffering. According to a recent study where people who are employed either worked completely remotely or semi-remotely in that type of environment, employers are seeing more productivity from their workers. They're seeing less turnover. They're seeing lower operational costs. So like I said, this is not going away. The semi-remote, the remote movement of working, it's only getting bolder and stronger. And more and more companies are allowing more time for employees to work at home. And this is a win for you, my dear, because semi-remote jobs, they're a good thing for IBDers. Now, the last type of job that's worth exploring for those of us with Crohn's and colitis is Idea number four, and that's the flex job. Imagine a job where you can attend to your IBD needs in the morning. So maybe that means a few trips to the bathroom, slower waking up, 
being able to eat at a slower pace, letting your stomach settle a bit. Also that you can take care of your IBD business and then get to work later in the day when you feel better. With a flex job, it's possible. Flex jobs are jobs that have flexible start times or they have flexible days where you alternate with another team member. Now, I completely, for me, it's not the morning that's usually a challenge for me. For me, I'm the opposite. So for me, my day starts peachy keen. I feel great. I do my best work before I eat. When my Crohn's isn't happy though, when I'm in a flare up, I know that after I put something in my body, that the day is going to start to go down for me. So I know that by 4 p.m. things are going to start going south. So a flex job could be ideal for someone like me as well. So I could start work mega early and finish early. And that's just the nature of how flex jobs work. They are flexible and they're really a good fit for somebody with Crohn's or colitis. All right, quick recap on these four different types of jobs. Be your own boss work from home, work in a semi-remote job, or a flex job. Which of these jobs sounds like the best fit for you? You probably notice that there's a pattern here. There's some type of element of home in each of these jobs. With IBD, having the opportunity for flexibility and time that we need at home, it is really, really crucial for us. And there's just no better time in history for us to get a job that we are passionate about because we can bring home into it in some way. Check out the website resources that I mentioned if you are looking for a job or heck, if you just wanna see what's out there, right? It's there, it's kinda just fun to to just peruse. KarenHaley.com, Karen with a Y, KarenHaley.com forward slash seven five. No matter though, If you work more at home, if you work more away from home, whether you work 40 hours a week or you work five hours a week, remember, remember, you have rights as an employee. You are protected by the Americans with Disabilities Act. Your employer should give you access to time, the time you need on the toilet, the time you need in the bathroom. Your employer should give you time off for medical appointments. Your employer should give you breaks when you need them. Check with your HR department to see how they can help. They know what's going on with the company. They can help you with all that. But the bottom line here is that no job is worth your worsening health. So stay strong. Advocate for yourself, my friend. I know you can do it. With just a little bit of patience and a lot of knowing your self-worth, you can work with IBD if you choose to. Don't let your Crohn's or colitis keep you from what you're passionate about. The world deserves every gift that you have to share. Keep fighting, keep striving, but most of all, keep being you, wonderful you. Until we meet again, I am wishing you a cheeky and healthy IBD healing journey. Chat soon.